0: The Kindness Podcast is made possible by Cornwell Properties in Athens, Ohio. Cornwell Properties offers Ohio University students the best locations to live in Athens. All of their apartments are either on Court Street or within one block. Cornwell Properties, location matters. Visit their website, cornwellpropertiesathens.com for more information. Welcome to the Kindness Podcast. I'm Nicole Phillips. Karen Palmer is known as the queen of global kindness. She even wrote the book Global Kindness Going Viral and is the founder and president of Eco Angel Enterprises, an organization dedicated to bringing kindness to all experiences. Today, I talk with Karen about how she followed her dreams and now dedicates her life to helping others do the same. So, Karen, I understand you're a singer, a songwriter, an author, a founder of a nonprofit. You work, it seems, in so many different projects. What do you consider to be your
1: main focus? Um, I believe that I'm a kindness leader and a kindness educator.
0: Excellent. And what does that look like in your day-to-day
1: projects? Well, I use music and ancient wisdom, technology, and a combination of all of my gifts to bring more kindness into the world.
0: Hmm. So, what does that look like on a practical basis? Are you are you recording songs about kindness? Are you reaching? I actually out? have
1: a musical. Yeah, I actually have a musical coloring book. I have a musical coloring book series, um, and I have a music video that I did with the children. Um, I work with a, a vol. I volunteer at a um, organization called Notes for Notes, and I teach children how to get comfortable with their voice so that they can use a microphone. And we we co-created a a beautiful music video for World Kindness is Happening.
0: Is that through the Boys and Girls Club? Is that where you go and kind of set up all the equipment they would need?
1: Yes. Yes. That's what we do together. Yes.
0: So what do they have? Because it sounds like you're basically building a full studio for some of these kids.
1: Um, well they do have a full studio and and they have access to incredible musicians and many of us musicians Um, volunteer our time. I volunteered six weeks while I was there. I taught them mindfulness, I taught them some yoga, I taught them some gratitude exercises and um, some social emotional learning. Basically what we do when when we work with the children and what I'm doing in the schools now is I've created a, a pilot program that will go for the whole year, starting in September and working all the way up until June, a compassion, kindness, and peace education program that um, pretty much um, implements several different organizations and several different programs in little sound bites so that the students and the teachers can see if they like that kind of a program then we're going to create um, a catalog that will be for compassion and kindness. I work with the uh, internationalchildrensmonth.com also, and we're working on a social-emotional um, academy that will train teachers to learn the social-emotional um, curriculum to be able to have this as part of a, um, a standardized curriculum. I work with... Uh, World Kindness USA. I'm the second founding member of World Kindness USA, which launched in July. And now we are really expanding. I also work with a wonderful organization called Kindness Evolution. So I and I take pretty much um, all the different programs that have, you know, wonderful curriculum. And I make them into like small sound bites into ways that I can, you know, put them age appropriate for kindergarten to the sixth grade right now.
0: What a great idea! So you're not recreating the wheel, but you're making the wheel more accessible to to teachers and to students. It sounds like.
1: Yeah, yeah. Why re? <laughs> yeah. Why reinvent the wheel? Right. Mm-hmm. Where. What what I'm what I'm doing is I'm working in collaboration um, with all types of different nonprofit organizations to really amplify our work together. I'm I'm also a founding member of Sign Network, which is S-I-N-E dot Network, and that is an organization that is bringing together all of the people who are in the compassion and kindness field that are using all of our social media reach together so that we are creating like monthly summits like I'm doing a summit right now for Martin Luther King Jr. uh, birthday so I'm doing a summit for that and um we're doing every month, we're doing a different summit. So in February, it'll be Interfaith Harmony Month. In March, we'll be talking about um, International Women's Day. In April, we'll be doing Earth Day. In May, we'll be talking about Global Love Day. And in June, we'll have the International Children's Month. And we have a, a beautiful global wave that we do. So we're, we're working to use all of social media and all of our local community to create a prototype of what's possible for any little town to do. What I'm doing, I'm in a little town called Solvang in um, in California, and um, it's a little town. And I'm the kindness ambassador hmm. from World Kindness USA. And so what we're doing is we're working with our botanic garden, we're working with our school, we're working with our mayor, we're working with our city council to show that when we all work together, we can accomplish twice as much.
0: Mm-hmm. And it sounds like just the idea, when you talk about the sign network, just the idea of amplifying all of those voices that are uh, essentially calling for the same thing, which is kindness, to get them all together, all of a sudden, you know, we've got we've got power and numbers, you know, people can no longer say, oh, the world's full of bad things because there's a whole lot of us, you know, working toward the good,
1: right? And that's what it's all about is, for me, I've seen the the changes in the children. And I know they gave me this beautiful little plaque that says, kindness changes everything. And I know that that, in when I received that, that was such a confirmation to me that, you know, I really believe that it does change everything. And when we are all on the same page, kind of believing in kindness and seeing the power of kindness. I mean, now they've talked about the benefits of kindness for our health. They're talking about that we're born kind. We're, you know, we have this kindness gene, and we're we're basically um, taught to forget that we are we are one global family, and we're we're taught to forget that. And and then, you know, if. I believe that if we are, you know, cultivating that, um, that kindness, that compassion, that understanding with the children, starting, you know, as young as kindergarten, and we're teaching them how to navigate their emotions, and how to really express themselves creatively through music, through arts, you know, I really believe that we're going to have a the Dalai Lama said that if we were to teach children starting at five years old um, how to be empathetic and kind and compassionate, we would have um, wiped out violence and social um, social justice um, injustices and poverty in one generation. Mm. So I really believe that I'm very powerful in in the belief that kindness is power. I, I've written a musical called Kindness is Magic, and it's to help make golden rule day every day, you know, the golden rule day is to treat people the way that you want to be treated and to treat the earth the way that you want to be treated. So I'm working with goldenruleday.org to help bring their amplify their message and help every person to start looking at the golden rule as every day that we treat people the way we want to be treated and we treat the earth the way that we want to be treated.
0: So I understand the the idea of of really helping kids Kids develop empathy and things like that. But do you ever find any pushback from schools or teachers who say, listen, you know, we are trying to get in the reading and the writing and the math and we just don't have time for this?
1: Actually, the teacher that I'm working with right now is only supposed to be for a month. And I've been there. I'm going to be there for the whole year. And um, she said that this is in her 20 years of teaching, that the she's seen incredible, incredible strides with the children being compassionate and kind to each other, even when I'm not there. And so th- this is really having a, a ripple effect on the teachers and, and the students, and mm. both teachers that I've been working with, I've been working with a kindergarten class and a second and third grade combination. And both teachers have said, we have seen incredible changes and positive transformation in all of the children. And it's just, you know, these kids, they call me Ms. Kindness, <laughs> And they look forward, you know, they look forward to this kindness. They look forward to um, and I really believe adults do too. I really do. I feel like a lot of people tell me, you're contagious, Karen. Your kindness is contagious. And I really believe that people in general, in, in, in humanity, we're humankind. So let's get back to being human and kind, right? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's just start thinking about each day we get an opportunity to either be adding to the love and the light in the planet or we're adding to the illusion of the separateness. The truth is we're really not that different. We may look different on the outside, but the truth is everyone really has pretty much the same goals and intentions, and everybody has universal needs. Um, I'm also uh, a nonviolent communication uh, practitioner and, um, you know, we have the same needs, and we, we just go about them in different requests. We need to learn how to really um compassionately communicate our needs so that we can really support each other mm-hmm. as a society mm-hmm. come at each other from a place of
0: wanting to understand instead of a place
1: of animosity, I would imagine. Right, and that's how I got started. Um, Nicole was—I started doing these global meditations on online, and I started. Um, I, we, I'm a f- founder of Spirituality Gone Wild, which is a channel that we use to raise the levels of compassion, gratitude, joy, love, kindness, and peace on earth. And we call it Spirituality Gone Wild because everyone is welcome, and we don't care what your you know, sexual preferences are. We don't care what your political preferences are. We don't care what your religious beliefs are. We're a global family and everyone's welcome. And what my my partner and I wanted to do together when we started building this channel was to create a space where everyone felt that they were welcome and where everyone feels they're seen and heard. And that's what I really want to ripple out into the schools now. We've been able to do it online. So now let's do it on land.
0: Mm-hmm. Whoa, I like that. That's catchy. Online versus on land, because sometimes online we don't find ourselves being as kind, and sometimes on land it's hard to do.
1: Yeah, I really believe, and I said this yesterday too, we need to look at our social media in a sacred way. We have to realize, is this kind that I'm posting? Is this, go into your heart before you post it. Is it kind, is it unkind, or is it neutral? Ask yourself that before you even think about putting it out into the universe, because because I read this beautiful book with Dr. David Hawkins that's called Power versus Force, and that's how I got started using live stream. But if one person is vibrating with love in their heart, with peace on their mind, and with kindness in their actions, That counterbalances 750,000 people who are in the low vibration of fear and shame and blame. So when we are truly, truly connected and being this love and light and peace and kindness in the world, we're the strongest force. We're the strongest frequency. So I love to share that statistic because now what I'm doing with a lot of the schools is I'm teaching the science behind kindness teaching the science behind happiness the science behind gratitude so a lot of these children um, you know, when I first started teaching them, they didn't even know really what the word gratitude meant. They really didn't understand the word compassion. It's not in their vocabulary. It's not something that they're, you know, hearing on a day-to-day basis. But now they're hearing it and they're really starting, they're running up to me. They miss kindness. I can't wait to tell you all the things. We play a game called I Spy With My Little eye. Kindness. Aww. And and so they, um, you know, each week they they tell me, where did I see kindness in the world? Mm-hmm. Where did I see kindness? Oh, I saw it in my house. You know, my mom was really tired and my dad got up and started making dinner and washed all the dishes. And, you know, they're they're becoming more and more conscious and aware of what kindness looks like. We'll get back to our conversation with Karen
0: Palmer in just a moment, but first, our kindness call, sponsored by Cornwell Properties, where location matters.
2: Hi, my name is J.L. Segert. I live in Toma, Wisconsin, and I have a kind of story about one of my good friends that I've known since I was little and our parents knew each other. Um, many years ago, when we lived near each other, I one day was out shopping, and I saw this really cute purse at Coach store, and I just knew she would love it, and it just really made me think of her, and I knew that she would never spend the kind of money that it would cost on herself, and I could, so I decided to get it for her for her birthday that year. Um, And that was probably almost, probably over 10 years ago, and every time I see her, Every so often, she'll either have it with her or she'll tell me how much she loves the person, still uses it. Um, and it just always makes me feel wonderful that I was able to do that for her. So that's my story. Hope you guys have a great day. Thank you.
0: Did you know you can be on the Kindness Podcast? Call the Kindness Hotline with your story. You can leave us a voicemail at the number in the description of this podcast. Now, back to the show. What experiences in your own life as a child or or as a young adult have taught you the most about kindness?
1: Well, Nicole, I went to the extreme. I, I'm a survivor of domestic abuse. So oh. in my childhood, I, I learned um, that I had the pattern of violence Um, my parents divorced when i was 10 and i spiraled out and down into um, an abusive relationship myself and um, that worked into me becoming homeless Um, so i lived off the streets for a while and it was the kindness of strangers who helped me to get off of the streets And that was when the global kindness revolution really began over 20 years ago. And um, I've been happily married for over 20 years now. And I have a beautiful 23-year-old daughter. And I know that I've broken that cycle of Mm. abuse And my passion is to help every child to have that opportunity that my daughter has. You know, she's living her dream life and she loves her life. And she learned many of the principles that I learned when I was when I was living on the streets. I was it was through the love of a puppy that I had. I had adopted a puppy and I had lost my faith in humanity completely. And when I was homeless, I started learning the abundance and prosperity principles. I was reading um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I was reading Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life, Mm -hmm. and a book by Dr. Wayne Dyer, You'll See It When You Believe It. So in that little, the back of my little Hyundai with my beautiful little black puppy, I was learning about self-love principles. I was learning about the patterns that I had Fallen into, and I was visualizing this beautiful nonprofit organization that I would build to help children and teenagers, to help families, to be able to have, you know, more kindness, more compassion. Um, and so I really do know what it feels like, and that's why I'm so passionate about helping people to realize that even when you're in the dark night of your you know the dark night of the soul and you're having a difficult situation like i said i read that book and i was reading the book um you'll see it when you believe it and the quote jumped off the page from einstein that said the most important question you can ask yourself is Am I living in a friendly or a hostile universe? Well, in my, I was. I, these principles that I'm talking about are universal principles. You know, the, they're basically when we understand how these principles work, we we will attract what we are desiring and what 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 we are believing we deserve. My belief at the time was, I deserve to be treated that way. I thought mm-hmm. that was the way that relationship looked, mm-hmm. and so when I started to change that belief to "I deserve a beautiful life," I started to co-create that with the universe and with God. And um, and I know that I can th- these principles. That's how I ended up making that wish for global kindness to go viral. I was at my my birthday party and my husband had surprised me and flew me out I live in California and had flown me out to Las Vegas for my birthday and flew out my best friend from Massachusetts and my sister drove out from California and I was just sitting there in such deep gratitude thinking about how I had really manifested all these amazing, amazing beautiful people in and and this beautiful life that I really did deserve all along and I was able to when they put the cake in front of me I made the wish that global Mm -hmm. kindness go viral I wanted to be able to teach people and I know that that you know is the thing that I'm here for is to help people remember their own magnificence so that they can remember that they already are kind and and really cultivate that kindness in everyone that I meet by really being the kindness myself so that I'm an example of kindness and so that every person who is is witnessing this journey that I've been on feels like they're part of the journey too because we're all in this together that's the song that i wrote you know we're all in this together connecting hearts in every weather play your part make a start share your heart spread it wide world kindness going viral and and that's what it's all about is like i said we we have helped to go make world kindness and global kindness and all of these amazing organizations coming together we have made this go viral we have kindness is in the mainstream now
2: Mm -hmm.
1: now how do we do this in every community how do we now that we've learned this model how do we take this to the schools to our healthcare? how do we take this into our political arenas and this is the this is these are the questions that we're asking and we're coming up with solutions together Absolutely. I can see it just in the
0: past, you know, seven or eight years that I've been really, really conscious of kindness and intentional about it. I can see that it's infiltrating all different parts of life, all the parts that you've mentioned. So I just love that you are are such an inspiration for making meaning out of a difficult a time. A mess, exactly. <laughs> a mess. Yeah. You're making meaning yeah. out of a mess, and that makes it okay for other people to go through their mess because they can start to think, I bet you there's meaning in mine, too. And and that's where being helpful and helping others and, and loving others can come through. Thank you so much, Karen, for talking with us today. Yeah. Before I let you go, is there one favorite kindness story you'd like to share with us?
1: Ooh, yeah this one, the best one, the one that changed everything for me, I had made that thought that, you know, I'm going to see the world as friendly. I'm going to start seeing this world as friendly. I'm going to do this like a science experiment because I I do everything like that. I say, Mm -hmm. okay, let's I, I kind of with my left brain say okay let's just give this a, a good scientific check yep. <laughs> and see if this if this works and so I started um, believing that people are kind and um, I started believing in humanity again I started to look at myself through the eyes of my puppy and the way that my puppy looked at me and I started to use the principles that I was reading about and say okay let's just see if this really does work and it, amazingly did strangers started bringing food to me and to my dog and a beautiful couple came and asked me if I wanted to come and work at their restaurant now they didn't know me at all um, they just saw me you know dealing with what I was dealing with and they let me have my dog on the patio and they allowed me to come over to their house and use their shower. They had an extra room. They helped me get off the streets. Hmm. And so I know that it is through the kindness of strangers that we become who we really are. We remember. Sometimes we have to go to the extreme of who we aren't to really remember who we are. And that, to me, is what my story And, you know, I don't let that story define me anymore. I lived in that story for a long time, and now I share that story from wounds to wisdom. Mm -hmm. Um, I I love to share this, this because I really believe that anybody who has any challenges can turn those obstacles into stepping stones. It's all how we look at it. It's all how we look at it. And always reach out to somebody if you feel like you're alone, always reach out to somebody because there's somebody else out there who feels the same way. And if you just make the, the reach, you'll start to see that there really are the most kind and beautiful humans on this planet. And what you focus on will expand So keep your focus on kindness and use the hashtag believe in kindness. Use the hashtag global kindness. Use the hashtag keep shining Mm -hmm. and and let people know that their love and their light makes a difference. Let people know. I think that's basically what I would say is, you know, find your authentic voice and then share it globally And, and start in your own corner of the world. That's how I did it. You start in your own corner and you ripple it out and you just keep rippling.
0: Karen Palmer, thank you so much for talking with us today
1: so honored to spend this time with you. And thank you so much for all that you're doing in the world and who you're being. I'm so grateful.
0: That was a conversation with Karen Palmer. You can learn more about Karen by visiting globalkindnesstv.org. Thanks for listening to the Kindness Podcast. It's produced by WOUB Public Media and relies heavily on the kindness of engineer Adam Rich and intern Chloe Meston. I'm Nicole Phillips. We hope you'll subscribe to The Kindness Podcast wherever you listen and find us on social media at Kindness Podcast. If you like the show, please spread some kindness in the review section.